Who better than you? Good afternoon, everyone. And I want to welcome you to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Greg Robinson, biggest step on the places on the face of the planet. I'm also the CEO and founder of our Capital Partners and the Diagnostic Service Center. And I am your host of the Who Better Than You podcast. Right? I got Julio Vargas with me. No further introduction needed. Y'all know Mikey is doing the magic in the background. Hey, yo. Today's episode, and I'm trying to get away from my regular spew, right? Trying to spice it up a little bit. This is a very special episode. Razzle dazzle. Dang it, Mikey. Dang it. But listen, guys. Um, today's episode, and we're going to get right into it because I want to make sure I, I leave myself enough room to get real passionate about it, right? Today's episode, we're going to talk about something that nobody wants to talk about. The things that got you to your success will not keep you there, nor will it carry you to your next level of success because there's levels to this, right? And I think that we run a fallacy a lot of times that we take the playbook. These were the things that I did in the beginning. And we think that if we just autopilot, then put it on payroll, put it on autopilot, and we just put it on repeat, it's going to work. That's a mistake, guys. That's called complacency at its finest. And, and when you start talking about being successful in life, that is just a, that is the second most detrimental thing behind the snooze button on your alarm clock. Because I'm going to tell you guys something, that snooze button is death, and that's a whole other episode. But that snooze button on your alarm, that's, a death. that's death to your production. That's death to your success. And if you hit it enough, your career, your ascension will die. We will bury it in a beautiful casket. We will stand in the funeral home and say good words about your success. Some of them will be meaningful. Most of them will be empty. Nobody actually felt that way about you. Right? It's just the truth. It's just the truth. Nobody actually felt that way about you. It was good in sentiment. Right? But that's not how they actually felt about you. Um, and then when we get to the graveyard, it will rain. And we will stand there with umbrellas, with mud to our feet, and lower your success into the ground. And then we will gather at your grandmother's house, and we will eat lasagna, fried chicken, and different cheese assortments. And we will drink liquor and tell more stories about how we really felt about you and about how much we actually did love your success in your career at that time. Yeah. Right? Because that, that tends to be the unhealthy process if we continue on like that. So. I want for us to understand, look, the things that got you to your success, it's not going to carry you to your next level of success. And the truth is, it's not, it's not going to be a part of your algorithm for sustainability. Just like you evolved in order to find your success, your continued ascension is going to be anchored around continued evolution. How you can continue to evolve, how you can continue to evolve your process. So I'm going to give you guys a couple examples, right? When I started Avar Capital Partners, I was waking up and I was in the office every day by 7.30. In order for me to get to that next level of success, I need to be there at 5. If when I when I ascended to this level of success, I started out by responding quickly and expeditiously 
to the emails that meant the most, in order for me to get to that next step, I've got to put together a system that allows me to respond to every email that is sent to me by a human or an individual, even if it's a response and I'm not interested, or even if it's a response and that, hey, great idea, bad time, right? If I became successful here by making sure that I take the opportunity to map out and plan every organizational step that we take, I've got to grow on that. I'm no longer mapping out and planning every organization no step that we take. I'm mapping out, planning it, and running a proof of concept for each step that we take with enough time for me to get measurable data. If I got here making decisions from my gut, I look at every variable I can and I let my intuition and my gut take me there in order to get to the next in order to get to the next level, the next decisions that were made will not be made from my gut at all. I will let the data tell me the truth and dictate to me what the next move is. Right? Because timing, don't get me wrong, I don't want to take away from the process, the hard work, right, the dedication, the hunger to keep going even when you can't substantiate why. I don't want to take away from that. But I also don't want to run a fallacy either. I, that, this is a news alert, Julio. Yes. Sometimes... Your success and you winning was a matter of right place and right time. It had nothing to do with anything else. Every, the, and, it, and, and, and look, it confused you. It literally made you think that every step you took was working. And the reality is that it, it wasn't. No. It was, the universe had just aligned itself and you were in the right place at the right time in that moment. And then we get 24 months down the line, 36 months down the line. And now timing has left. And things are falling apart. But that's because that was timing. It wasn't you. Right? The universe aligned itself, and you just happened to be with your arms free, ready to accept the abundance that it was going to pour down on everyone. It was just good timing. Luck of the draw. Luck of the draw. It happens. Beginner's luck. You know how many times? I'm at, Listen. I'm an avid 2K player. You know how many times I invite somebody over to the house, they pick up the controller for the first time, and then they win one. <laughs> it, go, it happens. And then they proceed to be one in 10. Luck of the draw. It's the luck of the draw. But, you know, in order f for your continued success and your continued ascension, you have got to put in that work. You cannot be afraid of evolution. But most importantly, challenge yourself. I'm working on that right now. I'm challenging myself. Right? I'm working on starting my day two hours earlier. My, especially my professional day. Right? Because my, my long-term goal is to be with the elites. One thing that the elites have in common, your Warren Buffetts of the world, your Dwayne Johnsons of the world, um, your Mark Warbos of the world, those guys are up. Listen, they're up and moving by 4 o'clock. And they're not just getting out of bed by 4 o'clock. Their day is in motion by 4 o'clock. Sean Combs himself said that all the money that he's going to spend, is, that's done by 10 a.m. Because he gets up when the Chinese market opens. So by 10 a.m. our time, he's invested and dispersed 
whatever capital he's going to put out there, that's done by 10 a.m. So if you just got to the office at 9 o'clock and you're calling his office, no wonder you're getting nowhere. He's done for the day. He's, he, he, he's on to his shiny shoe and he want to dance. Right? Don't stop. And he literally does not stop, right? So I think that that's a powerful thing. You guys forgive me. I'm looking for my my emotional support animal. <laughs> I hear him, but I can't see him. Challenge yourself for greatness, right? Another challenge that I'm working on right now, right? And, and you guys know when it comes to strategy, I am relentless with the strategy, right? But I'm also working on being more committed to the mapping, mapping things out, not just being innately great, not just having a win because I'm quick to the draw, but mapping it out, even when it comes to the podcast episodes. Instead of me spending so much time creating content around how I feel, more structured content, right? Instead of shooting off the hip so much, more planned talking points, right? Because what I'm giving you guys is I'm giving you raw greatness, and it's going to touch someone somewhere else. But I can touch more if it's mapped, Right. So don't make the mistake and run the fallacy of thinking that the things that got you there is going to keep you there or send you to the next level because it simply is not. In order for your continued ascension, your continued growth, your continued elevation, your continued to self success, you're going to have to be in the never ending pursuit of evolution. And that falls back into if you look at our other some of our previous podcasts. So that falls back into knowledge of self. And we're never going to get, if you don't have knowledge of self, then you're going to make this mistake. There are too many successful people, too many leaders of the world, too many managers. There are too many individuals in the world that have completely allowed their ego to overtake reality. And they think there is no more growth for them in what it is that they're doing. They think that they are at the peak and the pinnacle of Mount Rushmore. They think that because they've had success in the past, that they're swaying. They got all the answers. <laughs> they do. They don't got no answers. But as Kanye became famous for, you don't have all the answers, Sway. And so sometimes you have to understand and look yourself in, in the face and be able to know that you are Sway. You think you got this whole thing figured out. You think you got it on a rope. Because you made a couple hundred thousand dollars. Because you made a few million dollars. Not net gross. You think you're unfallible. You got it all figured out. And you think your way is the only way and it's the best way. You don't have knowledge of self. And in order for you to not make the mistake of thinking that the same things that got you here is going to keep you here and carry you to the next level. Oh, you got to have knowledge of self, baby. That knowledge of self is going to be key. I am comfortable, and I have made peace in my skin in my mid-30s with understanding something. I know exactly who I am, and I know exactly who I aren't. I, and I'm not shy about, about being real with myself, saying, hey, Greg, that's not your strength. You do have working knowledge of it, though. Internally, inside of your organization, Whose strength is it? And if we don't have that talent in-house, as much as you hate to, Greg, it's time to consult. Right? 
that's not that's evolution though that's how we ensure that we don't become complacent that's how we ensure that we're not stuck inside of the rat wheel the hamster wheel however the gerbil wheel whatever wheel you want to call it but that's how we make sure that we're not stuck inside of it with the thought process that the very things that got me here as long as i do them in repetition i'm going to continue to elevate and move that doesn't work right so I, I, I find that no one talks about that, though. And I know there's a book out there. I've never read the book, but it's always been a part of my process, right, to make sure that I'm continuing to evolve, to make sure that we're always learning from our previous experiences and that we're mutable. We're going through that right now with some of our more complex strategic partnerships where we're trying to slim and trim down the waste and make sure that we're holding them accountable for their production or their lack thereof and that we're also controlling our financial output when the input is not matching what we're getting out of it is not matching and look that is against the current and against the tide of our space and i had to be the individual that was not afraid to go against the conventional parts of the process in order for us to continue to evolve and get better we needed to get more efficient and we needed to get more efficient, and that efficiency needed to be built around how we manage and handle strategic partnerships. Another episode that is coming, because at the end of the day, whether you're an athlete, an entrepreneur, or whether you're a leader, here's one thing, an organizational leader, here's one thing that we have to live in reality. There comes a point where they are only as good as the numbers say that they are. Everything else is real fluffy and sentiment-based, kind of like a if, could, should, would, it, and maybe. I want to thank you guys for joining us today on the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Greg Robinson. I'm the executive leader and your host, Julio Vargas, and we're signing out. Who better than you?